0: Unpacking. packing. After spending about a year in Hong Kong where they started three house churches, American Pastor Francis Chan and his family were forced to return to the United States. Although their visas were not renewed by the Chinese government, Pastor Chan is hoping to eventually return to continue his evangelistic work there. He joins us now to explain what happened. Pastor Chan, thank you for joining us. So you weren't given much notice. Tell us what transpired. What explanation did the government there give for not renewing your visas?
1: Yeah, you, you know uh, there there have been some different articles written about the situation, and uh, um, and I think people have interjected their own views or thoughts of what may have happened. Um, but the truth is, is it it very well could have been just my application for immigration um, that there were some things we didn't think through, and and so they had some questions for us, and and uh, so. Normally, that process takes about six weeks, six to eight weeks, I was told to get a two-year work visa. Um, they took almost a year uh, before they finally responded, and they responded with a negative. And uh, their reasoning was the sponsoring entity that was bringing me in wasn't clear enough and didn't give enough um, detail as to what we would be doing there in country. You know, there are people who are writing and saying, oh, you know, it's the communist government or this or that. And it's like, "Ah, I never said that. And it may not be at all. So let's be careful not to make this bigger than what it actually is, because it can also be damaging to the possibility of me going back into Hong Kong when uh, we have Americans saying, oh, the communists kicked them out and everything else. And, and uh, that isn't the case that I know of. Uh, it, it looks like just an immigration issue.
0: Has a crackdown against churches on the mainland spilled over into Hong Kong, what difficulties, if any, are churches in Hong Kong facing today?
1: I think the, the biggest difficulty is the division within the church. Um, Obviously, we see that in the US that people begin to take sides um, of, you know, pro China, pro democracy, and then these people are leaving their churches and the churches are fighting and people are skeptical of each other. And it all, it all, all I know is it breaks the heart of God. Jesus Christ died so that we could become perfectly one. Um, it, you know, there are things that God has done that should make us one in spirit with him and each other. But instead, I see this because of our opinions of, well, I, I think, you know, you know, in Hong Kong, it was, you know, you got to be blue or yellow. You, you have to be, you know, pro-Hong Kong or pro-China. And then there was all this clashing that I, I know God hates In the u.s we have a you know a a slew of reasons to divide with one another and so that was i think the biggest heartbreak um, was trying to get people to look higher at what god wants of his family that we don't fight with each other and we become perfectly one
0: we've heard that as many as 300 million chinese could become christian by the year 2030. That's less than a decade away. So how rapidly is the gospel spreading and being accepted in Hong Kong and in mainland China?
1: Numbers are really tricky when you talk about China. I've heard every single number out there. And then, you know, projections, my personal, you know, when I read scripture, I, I, I don't see this, okay, for the last three years we're going this way, therefore we can project this or this or this. I mean, I see a God who just disrupts anytime we think we have anything figured out. And, okay, here's the key to revival, or here's, um, I do see in Scripture that there's something, that's why that unity piece is so big, that the unity of the church has a big impact on revival. Um, Jesus' prayer, it's when you become perfectly one, you do that so that the world may know that Jesus was sent from the Father. So I I do see some very amazing, committed followers of Christ. I do see a spread of the gospel that is unlike anything I've seen in the U.S., a revival, like, uh, far beyond anything I've seen here.
0: You made no secret about starting three house churches in Hong Kong. Tell us about them and what your absence may mean for them.
1: Yeah. I mean, you you know, it's, it's, uh, it's decisions we have to make. Like, what are we going to do? I'm very concerned during this time because you have people digging in, going, no, you know, we can't do things online. And others are saying... Yes, we can do it online. It's like no, we have to meet physically in a building with this number of people. And others were like no, we must meet in a home. And you know, and, and it's just like guys, you guys, let's just. These are all methodologies. These are all opinions. Let's just let's just come together before the Lord if we really want to. Let's look at the values, the things we must do, and there isn't a must about gathering in a building we know we need to confess our sins to one another. We know we need to bear with one another. We know that we need to aim at becoming perfectly one. And as we obey these biblical mandates and figure out how to obey them in our context, giving people freedom to do it as they're called to do it, that's when we're gonna see the blessing. That's when we're gonna see that power of that early church and the Lord adding to our numbers daily. And as we praise him, and it's in that praising that we're going to become more and more the church that he wanted us to be.
0: Okay, Pastor Francis Chan, thank you for sharing your time and insights.
1: Great, thank you.